What comes to mind for you when you hear the word minimalism? Do you think of a restricted lifestyle? Do you think it's about living cheap? If you've listened to this podcast before, you already know that this is not a podcast about being cheap, but instead making your money do the best for you. On this episode of the Budget Babe podcast, I talk about how a minimalist mindset helps you live to the max. You're listening to the Budget Babe podcast. This is Ella, and I'm here to talk about living your best life without breaking your bank. Hello, hello, Budget Babes. After a long break, it was just actually for a week, but it feels like a long break just because I had a lot going on. I had a family emergency, celebrating Easter, all the fun stuff. I did take a break last week, but I am so happy to be back because today I'm going to talk about something that I'm extremely passionate about, something that I adopted last year, and that is the minimalist mindset. So when you hear the word minimalist, you're probably thinking, oh, cheapskate, somebody that just doesn't have much, somebody that's you know living in a backpack. And yes, I do travel a lot lighter than I used to, but when you think of the word minimalist, we may... Unless you are a follower of Maria Kondo or have read some of the books, you may not even know what the word means. It may think that you're cutting back or you are sacrificing. But in all actuality, the minimalist lifestyle, in my experience, feels more luxurious than the lifestyle of acquiring things, constantly organizing, and just constantly trying to have stuff, you know, just that that felt like made me happier or was trying to impress others with. I actually buy things for me now, things that help me live my best life. And my best life is more organized. Being a minimalist helps with organization because guess what? I have less stuff to organize and I only have stuff that I constantly use and need. I get the most out of every clothing purchase, out of every food purchase, out of everything that I have, I have uses for. And I also just have a cleaner space. And if you know me, you know I love a cleaner space because a cleaner space means better mindset, better concentration. I've been working from home more this year than I did last year, or just ever since the pandemic began. And just like a redirect your focus, but minimalism also focuses on gratitude, being grateful for the things that you do have. You're actually living a life for yourself. So being a minimalist is not for someone that worries what other people think of them because when you live as a minimalist, you're appreciating everything that you have and you're living based on your experiences and based on what makes you happy, not based on impressing other people. And that is why I love the minimalist lifestyle. On this episode, I'm going to talk about how to acquire that minimalist lifestyle, how to get into that mindset, how to get your house in the minimalist look or what being a minimalist might look like for you. And then I'm going to talk about ways that being a minimalist actually helps you overall in your finances. So you may be wondering where to begin on the minimalist journey. And guess what? It's as simple as this. Start by cleaning out your closet. 
I am almost certain that you've got things in your closet that you do not wear. One thing I love to do with old items of clothing is take them to a clothing swap. I actually had a friend that I've done several clothing swaps with. When she found out I was coming, she got really excited because she liked the clothes that I bought. And I like the clothes that she bought. Doing a clothing swap, it's kind of a two-in-one, two birds in one stone thing. So I get rid of things that I don't wear anymore and get new things. And it doesn't cost me a dime. You can also sell your clothes on sites like Mercury and Poshmark. I know people that have made a lot of money for that. And that could be a way to pad your wallet up. If you're planning to just purge stuff and get rid of them instantly, which is what I do, I like to donate that to Goodwill and Salvation Army. And keep in mind when you donate anything to Goodwill and Salvation Army, any household items, clothes, kitchen stuff, electronics, anything like that, you can always write it off in your taxes. And I can tell you that I have saved a ton of money by writing off my donations in my taxes. But nothing you have in your house, no literal item, no literal item of clothing, no literal kitchen item, share, no, nothing in your pantry should have any emotional attachment to it unless you see it and get excited about it and you've got a lot of uses out of it. So the clothes that you have should be clothing that you love to wear, that you feel like your best self in, that you're going to wear over and over again and incorporate into your wardrobe. After you go through your clothes, go through your costume jewelry. Now, I'm not talking about your nice jewelry, your expensive pieces, real diamonds, real gold, real silver. I'm talking about anything that costs you less than $50 that you don't wear anymore. Go ahead and donate that to a clothing swap or a Goodwill. And then you want to move on to your bedding and decor. Do you still love your bedding? Is your bedding luxurious? Don't settle for cheap sheets. You can get a nice pair of sheets from TJ Maxx, Bed Bath & Beyond. They're always having sales, but sleep in a bed that brings you joy because a good night's sleep is probably the most important thing you're going to do for yourself. It is just as it's not more important than eating healthy or working out. So make sure you've only got pillows, sheets, and a mattress that makes you happy and makes you happy to be sleeping in your bed. And then go through your kitchen. I love to cook. I love all the things in my kitchen, but what I've learned is I did not use everything in my kitchen. So I've got a few good pans, a great baking sheet, and my air fryer. I cook a vast majority of things in my air fryer. It's a great way to save money. It's a great way to cook healthy. It's like having French fries in an air fryer is the same satisfaction as having French fries from a restaurant. I can make them as crispy as I want. I can put the Lowry season salt on them. They just kind of like the Frenchy fries from a restaurant in my hometown called Pals. So good. But air fryer, less calories, and eventually saves you money. Another point I want to make. But anything else in your kitchen that you're not using, go ahead and get rid of that. Throw out any spices. Check the expiration dates on things in your pantry. If you find that you have a lot of unhealthy things in your pantry, donate that to a food bank. You can also donate old books to a local library. A lot of people are putting these, um, I don't know, you know, I don't know what they're called, but they're these mini houses, mini bookshelves outside their house that is weather protected and you can donate books to that. I love books. I have a hard time parting ways with books, but giving paperback books to someone that I know may enjoy them, that brings me joy because 
yes, I have the books and I've read them, unless I've read them over and over again. But if I plan to read them again, I can always access it on Kindle or I have an Audible account. I love Audible. I've been actually doing most of my books through Audible and Kindle because that's taken up less space. So the basic concept behind all of this is getting rid of stuff that's taking up space and having space for things that you do love, luxury items. Let's say you are renting or even have a mortgage. You may find that if you get rid of a lot of stuff, you don't need as much space as you already have, therefore saving money every month on that. But another way to practice the minimalism as you're approaching your house is asking as Maria Kondo, ask everyone, does it bring you joy? Does this thing that you have in your closet, does it bring you joy? Do you get a lot of wares out of it? If the answer is no, go ahead and get rid of it. For those of you who travel, I will tell you that I have saved so much headache, so much time, and so much money by packing light. I can fit for, you know, four day trip. I can fit a lot of things in a backpack. If I have it in a backpack, I don't have to pay to check my bag. And just learning how to fold things and getting the most out of the things that I do have. So I can take about five pieces and make it into six different outfits. Um, I do recommend going on Pinterest and finding ways to do that. So you've got pieces that you can incorporate to a wardrobe. Make it look like you've got multiple outfits when you really have a few. You know what? You're you're still getting the outfits and you're actually carrying a lot less stuff around and you're actually spending more time focusing on why you traveled to this destination and spending less time packing and unpacking, especially if you have a lot of fun on the last night. The last thing you want to think about is packing some more. So overall, being a minimalist is just as simple as getting rid of things that you don't need, getting the most out of every purchase and living a life with less of a headache, less cleaning. That's a huge win for me. So while the concept is simple, I'm going to admit that it does take practice and discipline. So you've got to implement this practice throughout the year. I personally, I love to shop, but I absolutely hate clutter. So every time I'm shopping and thinking about buying something, I have to tell myself that I really hate clutter. I've also been intentional about the social media accounts that I follow, any kind of entertainment that I consume, anything I watch on TV. As someone with a marketing major, marketing background, and obviously I majored in it, I'm going to tell you firsthand that companies, entertainers, the influencers, people everywhere are telling you that you should buy things that you really don't need. So just tune that out and focus on the things that you have and focus on the things that you love. Being a minimalist is all about having gratitude on the things that you already have. And this is going to lead to another point that I have about minimalism is that self-titled minimalists, people who identify themselves as minimalists, actually have more self-confidence than people who have a lot of stuff. So people who identify as minimalists are more likely to come across as confidence. Obviously, having less means for getting about impressing others with your stuff or trying to create a perception of yourself to others. I'm going to tell you that the world definitely needs more and more confident individuals as opposed to the commentators, the influencers, and the crowd followers. All right, so let's cut to the chase. How is being a minimalist living your best life without breaking your bank? The concept of the show. Well, first and foremost, people who are adapting to the minimalist lifestyle are more confident. We've covered this. 
and they know their core values. They know what's really important to them, whether it's friendship, family, their faith, what they really value, traveling experiences. Minimalists know what they want out of life and knowing what you want, you're going to attract better things. You're going to attract things of more luxury, things of more quality. Minimalists don't settle for anything in life. They don't just settle for clutter. They make sure they have the best of things and make the best of things. Another thing is more focus. You're more organized. You work faster. You work better. They say how you keep your home shows how you keep your life. And I fully agree with that. If you are organized, cleaned up, and have everything together, you're most likely going to have your life together. And that's not dishing my messy friends. I know I've lived messy before and still was on top of my game at work, but I promise you having a cleaner house full of less stuff just helps me be more determined, more focused, and just helps me basically live a life full of more freedom and less stress. And that's what we really want in life. Another way that being a minimalist helps you live in luxury and it's good for your finances is you're more likely to prioritize how you spend. So when you are a minimalist, you're not just winging it with your paychecks. You're more likely to budget for the things that you want and the things that you need. It's going to help you budget more. If you are buying less stuff, you're going to have more room in your budget. Simple as that. So again, it's eliminating the need for things. You don't feel like you need anything as a minimalist. You actually already have what you need and you're kind of focused on that. You're going to have more focus on your budget and you're going to be able to, if whatever you're saving up for, if you're saving up for a house, you're saving up for a vacation, you can focus your money towards that. If you're paying off debt, people who have the minimalist lifestyle are more likely to live debt-free. Let me say that again. If you have a minimalist lifestyle, you're more likely to be debt-free. As I covered earlier, you can sell some of the things that you have that are taking up clutter. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Consider selling that and have that as a cushion for your bank account. It makes your life easier. So whatever you're working on at home, if you're working from home, if you have a side hustle or something that you're starting up for yourself, having a cleaner space just simply gives you more focus. So I hope you enjoyed what I had to say today and what being a minimalist has meant for me. I can guarantee you that the minimalist lifestyle has given me more stress, has helped me live more in luxury because the things that I do have are things that I really want in my house and it hasn't broken my bank. So if you enjoyed this, let me know, let me know in the reviews what you think feel free to go to Apple Podcasts and review me. Again, this podcast can be heard on Apple Podcasts. That's actually the only one that lets you do reviews. You can follow me on Spotify. Also listen on Google Podcasts and anywhere else that podcasts are heard. I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to me today. And I hope you enjoyed what you heard. Thanks again. Hey again, it's Ella from Budget Babe Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it. It would mean the world to me if you would leave a review letting me know what you think. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram, Ella Konomic, E-L-L-A-C-O-N-O-M-I-C. I would love to connect with you and hear what you think. Thanks again.